hard because obviously you're meant to come onto this podcast and talk, but sometimes they're just not answer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I, 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 I know exactly how you feel, bro. Like I was watching the games and I feel like, okay, cool. What can I actually talk about on the podcast about this game? But as you said, that sometimes there's just no answer. It's honestly feel like this team is cursed. Like, <laughs> I honestly feel like they are cursed. Cause... Welcome back to another episode of Red Divided. Myself, Tommy. You got Ade here. And you got myself, Ham, a.k.a. Ade's favourite boy, Joe Linton. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how we're ending the year, boys. That's how we're ending the year, <laughs> listeners. I am Joe Linton for tonight. <laughs> this is right. the, reason why, the reason why he got mad in the match and the reason why he played so well is because of that man, my brother, Ade. <laughs> Joe Linton has been listening to the podcast he heard all the slander that he's been getting not just from Addy by the way and Tom be throwing slight digs at him as well <laughs> but boy did he put as, as you can tell you can probably tell we're recording straight after the United game and boy did he put in that performance so yeah I had to give him a shout out so he had to be my AKA for tonight yeah nah he definitely played well um We've got a lot to cover, so let's, <coughs> let's just go straight into it today. Um, hope you guys had a good Christmas, where all, all that great stuff, man. Oh, yeah, Merry Christmas to all our listeners as well, isn't it, bro? <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, straight into it. Obviously, we just finished watching the United game. And, um, boy. Only <laughs> <Holly> back? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it, it was just terrible. The players are just... <coughs> I think the word <coughs> will probably be ill-discipline. Like, they just, yeah. I don't know, man. They just... They feel entitled. Walk around the pitch, shrugging the shoulders. Like, I think there was one point, um, I think, towards the end, when when um, they hit the post, and then um, Amaron had a shot, and then um, David Gaya saved that shot. I was thinking, where are the United players? No one was running back. <laughs> and then they were just all over the place, man. I don't know, man. I don't... Bruh. I, nah, we're not making... I, I say it now, bro. I'll be honest with you. We're not making top four. We need a miracle. We need an absolute miracle. We are not making top four, man. That team is a total, utter shambles. If Newcastle could make us look like that, like... What is the point of even trying to get into Europe next year? What is the point? It, yeah, it's a total shambles. But I'll, I'll leave it to you, Adi. What are your thoughts on the game? Well, just shite. <laughs> I just say, well, I just say shit. A whole shit. Um, I just don't know. You know when you've gone to the point that I just don't even know what to say again. Mm. There's just nothing to us. We are... I don't know, because you, you call off players, right? And we've got players that have technical ability. But as a, as a team, there's no, like, combined. So if you add up everyone's technical ability individually, we probably have 100. But then there's a negative when you add us the sum. The total of our sum is less than the individual parts of the team. So... I don't know what's going to improve us, in all honesty. Might need to get rid of a few players. I don't know. We're lost. <laughs> yeah. I we might have to get rid of some players, reset the team. I think there's a button that you can press in Old Trafford <laughs> that just resets oh, I've, the team. Unfortunately, there isn't. I mean, unfortunately, uh, there isn't. <laughs> no, it's, it's hard because obviously you're meant to come onto this podcast and talk but sometimes they just not answer. I don't know. I know exactly how you feel, bro. Like, I was watching the game and I feel like, okay, cool. What can I actually talk about on the podcast about this game? But as you said, that sometimes there's just no answer. It's 
honestly feel like this team is cursed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly feel like they are cursed. Could I? I don't know, man. It, it's just players. I don't think they understand. Maybe if you would just talk about that tactically, how they're set out. I don't think they understand the instructions from the manager. I honestly don't think so. And in terms of the watching the game, it changes. There's that times where I feel we have a structure, but it changes. And but large periods of the game, everyone was absolutely everywhere. I don't think they had a position at some point. It was just, especially that put um, the um, the moment I was talking about earlier when we um, Newcastle was countering. I don't think anyone knew where to be. It was just, oh, bro. No, it's, we... it's, 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 it's quite interesting because I, I can't stand Maguire. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I don't think he's a terrible player. But sometimes I feel <laughs> as if he just admires what he does. So there was a time that he cut in front. I think they had an attack and he cut in front of the forward. Yeah. And he sort of paused. The ball's still there because their player came and collected the ball and then they still had a chance. But I'm just like, what, what, did you want to take a picture after you blocked off the player? You, well well done. You want to pat on the back. The, the ball's still there. The game's still going on. So I don't know. Like, I don't know if we don't have, like, hungry players. Mm. Like, obviously... That's, that, that, that's, I was going to say that too. Because I, yeah, looked, I was watching the game hung. and I was thinking, okay, not to bring Ronaldo into this yet. Out all honesty, why did we need to bring Ronaldo back? It's because the potential that we relied on for so long hasn't materialised. Like, Rashford's first half was shambolic. I don't even know why Rashford makes the team. This is just Bro, me not even picking on him today. I, as soon no. as this, that lineup came out, I was like, why, why is Rashford in the team? Then even when he took him off, took Mason off at half-time, I'm thinking, if anyone from that first half performance needed to get off the pitch, it was Rashford. He needed to get off the pitch. Well, and then there was one point when Joe Linton put the ball through his leg and he just turned around. He didn't bother trying to chase him down. It's long for man. No one really cares, man. I don't think they care. And as you said, I wish we could just press that restart button, but there's nothing you can I, do. I think on. it's creeping through, right? Because obviously during the week, I've been thinking a lot about Martial in it, and I think about his like, technical ability. Because I think Martial, inside... Someone inside is a world class player, but he's just not hungry. Mm. He's not hungry, and I think that's like a lot of our team. It's either we're balancing between people that are aren't hungry for success or mediocre players. But it, it is what it is. We've put, chosen this team, and we'll suffer with the team. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Yeah, man. Until next what? season. Until next. Um, go on, Ed. Have what your thoughts on on the whole game. Yeah, no, I think you both. I, I mean, I agree with some of the things you said. I don't agree with something, but I think majority of what you said, I did summed it up in five words: S H I T E, shite. <laughs> and you guys have been my friend long enough to know that I've been saying we are both in the mud. You know how the media and everyone outside likes to paint as a only shit team that's fallen from grace. I've I've known that you guys we are we're in the same boat, and I've been saying it for a long time. We're both as shit as each other. Our just love... own boat has diamonds on it. <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. You know, and you know what it is? It's just that your decline or fall from grace started in 2013. So obviously, it's not as long as us. We haven't won a league since 2004. So obviously, if you put it like that, it's just like, well, come on, how are you comparing Arsenal's demise to United's? But this is how it starts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't go from you don't go from 2004 to 2021 in just one year. It starts. It's year after year, and then you start realizing, like, God damn it, can we not just press the restart button? And the answer is no. You can't. You have to keep suffering. <laughs> but today's performance, I just think you guys were um, shambolic in the first half and a shambles in the second half. So I don't know if shambles and shambolic are just as bad as each other. There's a little twinge of okay, it's a bit better because you scored, you actually scored a goal. The goal was shit, but you actually scored a goal. Didn't deserve it, in my opinion. I thought Newcastle should have definitely won the game. That hit in the post and the gear save. You know, I fell out, you know, I fell out of my bed. I fell out of my bed when I yeah. went because I thought it was getting top back corner, but then I should have known better. The gear has been outstanding this season, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just thought 
yeah, looking at the game in isolation, you guys are shit. And I can't think of a single player other than David De Gea, which has been the case for a lot of years now. I can walk off that pitch. I thought Varane was awful. I don't know. I don't know whether it's. The, I don't know whether it's a two-week layoff, mm. but he hasn't. He hasn't looked great in a United shirt anyway. But today was highlighted. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. Bruno. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> I think that. Confused. No, you see. You see, Bruno. Yeah. What Tom said about the shrugged his shoulders today more and threw his hands in the air more. That he passed a football to his teammate. You know they've done a stack counter and they counted how many times he passed the ball to United teammate. They they now counted how many times he went. <laughs> he probably done that more. Than the football. I know that's one thing I hate in football. That whole throwing your hands in the air. I, I like, hate it. Like it's someone else's fault, bro. I hate it with a passion. And I was all doing it, bro. Like the likes of like. I just hate it full stop. I just hate it. Just, I just hate the poor... Ronaldo was doing it and Ronaldo yeah, yeah, brought yeah, out yeah, frustration. And, yeah, and this, bro, is, and this is one of the reasons... about Ronaldo, but this is one of the reasons I knew Ronaldo had to go um, when we sold him to Real Madrid because that's he started it for Ryan then. Because I remember I watched, was watching a Wigan... I was actually watching at your house in uni against Wigan when Carrick scored that goal. And every time Fergie says something on the bench, he just throws, a, a, like, throws his hands up. Like Ronaldo started from there, but you, then you get it from Ronaldo, you get it from Bruno, then Rashford started doing it. At mm. one point, I saw Cavani come and he did it, him and then Tellers come and do it. I'm thinking, bro, why? What are you? Who are you yeah. trying to blame? You made a mistake. I've you never take, liked take that responsibility thing. for it. Yeah. Just, oh, it was just appalling, man. It, honestly, once you're doing that, that means you're not playing in the game. To be honest, yeah. once you have time to do that, that means you're not playing in the game. Whatever's happened is a mistake or an error that we need to rectify, but you're spending time throwing it. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Oh. Football's an emotional game, so it's, it's, if you're playing, especially at their level, we've never played at their level, but you expect things to tick in it, so you expect things to work, you expect your fellow professional game to pass you the ball. I've mm. got nothing wrong with players that I support. Mike, I've got nothing wrong with, I don't know, if Saka throws his hands up because Tommy hasn't given him the ball quick enough. I've got no problems with that. I have a problem if it's done consistently. It's consistently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I have. I, have no, I, have, I, ain't got a problem, I ain't got a problem with my, with my centre mid looking at Ben White and himself. saying, bro, like, pass the ball quicker. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. But if Partey does that to Ben White every game and all the time, then that falls into the point that you made, Addy. That like, so, you're, you're how, how much time football? are you spending actually playing football? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, well, it's, it's just appalling. And then, well, like the middle of the park, bro. Oh my gosh! See Fred, yeah. Lord have mercy, Freddy. Like, I know you was talking about um about Bruno, but then the thing is with him, with the with how um Ryan expect them to play. It's only like when Bruno has the ball that you feel like it can potentially it can thread a pass through. Like he's actually playing forward. Fred and McTominay cannot pass the ball forward. They can't pass like, like they even a five yard pass. So like it's and this boy that's what I'm always saying is that they're playing the court of the pitch and you know how important it is. It's like do you know the amount of times they lose the ball? This guy, the amount of time Fred lost the ball in the first half. No, bro, I'm I'm sick and tired of this team, bro. Like, but there's nothing you can do, man. But yeah, you got, you got, you just got to see what Raf does. You just got to see what Raf does. Yeah, yeah. yeah months, we just it? have to see. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, I think but it's I'm a better, I think that. it's a better assessment for United fans at the end of it to see how bad or how where at the end of the year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I yeah, totally I, agree. I thought about that before the podcast that like it's still gonna be a process. Like, still just have to give time. But my only issue, I don't want him to buy too many players in January. What would be too many and what would be sufficient for you, though? Anything more than one. <laughs> but you got to think of who goes out, though, because you got to think Jesse probably so might it, go. So it Martial depends probably might go. I don't think Donnie will go no more. I think Donnie will stay now. I think those two will go. Yeah, but even Donnie might go, right? Because whoever they're bringing in should be a I think Donnie will stay out. simply because of Ralph. I think, I think Ralph will want to give him six months. Because right now, Donnie's not playing. Yeah, fair. But then, and whoever they bring in, Needs to honestly, his first player needs to be a centre midfielder. So that means that's another person that's ahead of him. And Pogba won't go in January, and if he's and fit, so probably, yeah, I guess Ralph might want to play him. I say buy one player. After that, don't touch it because <laughs> you're not. <laughs> don't touch it because you're not going to be here in the summer. A person in the summer might come and say, "Oh, actually, 
I'm not feeling all this. So don't go and waste money. Like, go, go and buy one of my children and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear that. I agree with, um, with that. I think just me, yeah, buy one. Even if, bro, even if they don't want to buy anyone, man, don't buy anyone. Work with what you got and make what exactly, you got. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Make it way better because it's hard. The ones that you got enough is they're making it hard work for you as it is. Imagine trying to mix a new, like, two, three players into the blend. Like, it's too, it's just too learn bad habits yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. So we need to get rid of some of that bad habit. I'll, I'll be honest with you. We need to get rid of it. If we have to restart, I'm not going to complain if they get rid of anyone in that team. I'll be honest with you. Like, anyone... Apart from Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, no, Greenwood. Like, no, even Ronaldo. So Greenwood. Sorry, apart from Greenwood, sorry. Apart from Greenwood. Like, Ronaldo can go, like... If, bro, today I was so frustrated, yeah. I'm, I'm more than happy for Rashford to go and play football elsewhere. Because Do you know what, Tom? Yeah, quick, sorry, T. Let me just quickly get this out. Yeah, you see with Rashford. Obviously, I like Rashford, but today was the fact that I thought maybe I'm tripping. And let me ask the boys on the pod. Yeah, but you know, I was watching him today. I said first time I questioned, I said, and I might be mad. I was like, I don't know if this guy is actually a good footballer because of his decision making. Decision making at the top level makes you a, a footballer. You can play football, but are you a footballer in terms of do you make the right decisions? And more often than not. I don't think Marcus makes the right decisions, bro. You're right. You're right, bro. And that speaks right. volumes because now you're saying, is he a good footballer? And then plus talent and everything is there. I'm just talking. Yeah. He's finishing, yeah. And his finishing's not there. So it's like, what are you? Like, he looks pretty. He, like he, when he drops a shoulder and he can, mm. he looks pretty. And he, and he can strike yeah. a ball. Not yeah. necessarily accuracy, but he can, he looks pretty like he's effective, which any fast player is, right? They can break through, they look good, right? His accuracy, he can strike a dead ball, but his accuracy, decision making's poor. Like, and how old is Marcus? What, 23? 24, 24, 23, 24 now? 23, 24. 24, 24 yeah. And he burst onto yeah. the scene at 18, right? So it's yeah. about five years now, isn't it? Yeah. Bro, I'm, yeah. like I said, with him, I don't want it to be like another martial situation where you're just relying on the talent because we know you've got the ability, but. You've been there for years, bro. Like, and and as I said at the beginning of the like podcast, the reason why we want to get someone like Ronaldo is because of what is the output we're getting from you and Martial. Because you and Martial, we expect you to be the guy by now. We ex- we've expected you to be the guy. So, so I don't know how much longer we can rely on this guy. Well, like, two seasons ago, they did all right. When they both yeah. ended up with twenty plus goals, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I'm saying there's, there's there's players in there. Yeah, there's, there's players in there. There's players in there. That's what I was about to say. Going down to what you say, it's like you don't see the hunger from them. It's like it's the I think a game two days before, like a game or something before we got we shut down um, the shutdown Carrington, Rashford and Jesse was in London at Dior's. But there was that Dior event though. Yeah, Dior event. Bro, you've got a game. Like, you know how the COVID has been spreading rapidly. Do you know what I mean? So, but you... And it's just to show, in it? Like, and I can imagine someone like Ronaldo not just staying at home, knowing very well that he's not going out. He's not, he's not going to risk it. He wants to play football. You're out. I do your event with Jesse. The, the, the man, them got, the the man them got to have that drip, bro. They got to have that drip, baby. Yeah, <laughs> the guy that's not playing, that's just dancing. Jesse, yeah, dancing and you're, you're, you're following like, the guy that's not playing. Like Jesse, you know Jesse's like career at United is pretty much done. It's like, it's, yeah, like I'm at that point. As I said, like it's whoever. If we get rid of anyone, I'm not surprised. Like the only person is obviously, as you said, that is just Mason. Everybody can just go because. They're just ill disciplined, man. No, everyone, everyone can get it. It's like, can get it. It's like a car boot sale. You just pull up and you open the truck. Oh, yeah, everybody. everybody. But the only thing is, you leave Mason at home, you stay at home. You're not coming in. You're not coming. You stay. You stay. Don't, don't come here. Anyone can go, bro. And I would care. I wouldn't like, would argue the case. Like, well, you know what? If you stay, I wouldn't argue for anyone because it's just, it's so poor. Like, no, honestly, man, I don't know. And I was, I was speaking to my friend earlier too. And the discipline, I think we talk about putting your hands around players, this, like this new generation. You, it's better to put your hands around them rather than like getting at them, calling them out. Has that really worked for these guys? 
I'm, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we should have kept um, Mourinho because Mourinho, the way we played football was one of the fundamental reasons why we let him go. But a lot of people also had um, things to say about how Mourinho used to like obviously call his players out, telling them to take accountability. But putting your putting your arms around his players has not worked. It hasn't worked. It hasn't got the best out of them. And I'll speak. I was. I, was, I saw. Um, I was watching. Um, Willian's um, interview with um, Finger the other day. Um, Rio uh, on Rio's podcast, and he was saying how he didn't. Marino was his best manager because Marino tells him exactly how it is during the game. Whatever, if he does well, he tells him he does well. If he if he's shit, Marino will tell him he's shit. And he says he didn't get like the way he was speaking. Pretty much saying that like, he didn't get on with Conte because Conte will always call you out. But obviously, still, it was still able to perform under Conte. But this players that were just like they, they're being babied. Like let's 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 put it as that Rashford has been babied. Yeah, so and, so I I I agree with you. But then, in terms of someone that calls them out and punishes them, I would say I, I prefer Pep scenario where, yeah. okay, Foden and Grealish, you've done this. I'm gonna let people know you've done this, and you're gonna miss a game. Mourinho. Was a poison, borderline bullying. <laughs> he was a, a poison. So, like, I understand they've been babied and they need discipline, but Mourinho was a poison. <laughs> and, and as I said, it just depends. It was, it was, it was in it because uh, William, for, William, for example, he was happy with that. See what I'm saying? He was but happy. Mourinho changed over time. When Mourinho was but, good, I know. But the bad man, that was that was as before, bad as this. It was then. That's before United. Yeah, was, yeah, but, yeah. So it's like. Yeah, but, yeah, no, nah, but it's like I hear what you're saying. Is there's a balance to it? But what I'm trying to say with this player is that we allow to be baby, and maybe that's where the the hunger, that's where they like the hunger. Because if you continue babying them, okay, you know you can do this. You're 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 great at this. You're, you're great at that. Yeah, and you haven't, and it hasn't materialized. What's the point? No, right, yeah, well, let's just move on because we'd be here all day, man. Because we've got a lot to get through anyway. So, just, um, just shout out to, to as much as bad as um United were, Newcastle were good though. That's no, they were good. Yeah, shout I can't remember that was, and it's a shame that Callum had to come off oh, and then Jackson had to come off. I think I think they could have won the game. I think if Callum is, I think Callum. No, I think if Callum has that maximum chance, he sorts out his feet and tucks that away. But you see, as Maximum isn't a clean footballer and he's not a clean scorer, he gets that chance and almost almost like doesn't sort his feet out and jumps at the chance and it makes the save easier for the Gale. Yeah. So I think yeah, and it's right. it's vitally important that both of them can't be out for a sustained period of time. So I hope their injuries is just like soft tissue injuries and they're back in a game or two. But they were good though. And um yeah. it's a good like building block for Eddie Howe to say, okay, boys, this is the performance. Now this is how it's for the next 19 games for the season if we're to try and stay up. Yeah. No, good performance. And yeah, and I think you're you definitely got it right with that. Because I, I felt that I felt if Callum was still on the pitch, I think we would have lost that game. Um, we should have lost the game anyway, to be fair. Like, cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even without him. Um, cool. All right, let's just move on to your boys. Um, you guys on fire at the moment. What, what are you saying? Uh, you know, I mean, you know, it's just, um, it's, just, it's too easy right now. You know, I'm not even going to lie. It's too easy. <laughs> Need a challenge. Need a challenge. <laughs> you know, Man City is coming up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Wait, uh, Ade, let me let me ride this high. Let me ride this high. I'm gonna be coming down very soon. <laughs> let me ride this high. But and the thing is, yeah, like I said, you guys are my brothers in it. So obviously, we support we support different teams. So we look at each other's results and look at each other's performances and analyze each other's team. And it's easy to say, look how you guys struggled again tonight. We took care of Newcastle easily. Same again, look how you guys struggled against Norwich. You won 1 0, but that could have been a draw. It's a struggle. Ronaldo gets a penalty. We go up to Norwich and whoop them 5 0. Don't even get out of second gear, if I'm being honest. I watched the game. Don't even get out of second gear. Don't even play. We play better than Leeds, who we, I think we pumped Leeds 4 1. And I didn't come out of that game thinking, oh my God, yeah, brilliant performance. But against Norwich, it is Norwich, but you have to play who's in front of you. Performance was smooth. Don't come out of second gear. Saka was. Literally just going from strength to strength this season. Started the season slow. I think a lot of the England players come back from the Euros and had um, hangovers. Isn't it? I think I mentioned Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire earlier in this season. And Saka was one of them. I love him. He plays for my team. But I'm an honest supporter, isn't it? 
But now he's he's on par with Smith Rowe now in terms of that their output and what they what they're doing to games. I think I spoke last week about how teams are respecting him and doubling up. But for some reason, <laughs> Norwich thought that they will let the Manchester United loanee, <laughs> Brandon Williams, go one-on-one with my star boy. And do you know what my star boy done to him? Put him in a blender for 85 minutes until Alteta said, it's okay, it's enough. You've tormented the boy enough. Pepe, guy get seven, eight minutes. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Ashley and Toby. I don't know if you don't watch the 90 minutes, innit? But Saka was skipping Williams hell. And for, for some reason... The little idiot didn't call for backup. He didn't say, please, somebody, just come and help me. <laughs> so Saka put him in a blender. Um, I have to give a special match to Odegaard because yeah. same again for him. Same again for him. Game after game after game, you see that the lad's got ability. The lad's got talent. You come in at, you come in halfway through the season for us last year and you can see that, okay, we if we're not going to get our Wawa Madison or whatnot, we have to buy the lad. We have to buy him, innit? And I think his performance against Norwich just solidified why he's still, why he's in the team and why ESR can't get back in. Obviously, because of his injury. But we're not missing ESR starting, basically. Yeah. And that's a good yeah. sign, isn't it? Especially for a club like us. We're the youngest team in the league. And you think, oh, shit, as soon as our best player comes back or one of our best players, he's got to go back in the team. No, he still can't get in. But you know what ESR does? It's fine. Even if you give me 30 minutes, <laughs> I will score. Even if you give me 10 I will score. And literally, as he was coming on there, I thought, I think I tweeted it. I thought, he's only coming on for 10. I don't even know if he's going to get a goal today. Oh, sorry. Sorry, ESR. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I doubted it. So, yeah, all the boys were calling. It was good to see Ben White go right back. Once again, it is Norwich. But it was good to see him go right back and cover for Tommy. Obviously, Cedric's got COVID. Tommy, I think Tommy picked up an injury against Leeds. So, it was good to see him go there. Uh, Mr. Turkey, Rob Holden, came back. New hairline. Hair's looking, looking nice. Fresh. Yeah, he might, have to, he might have to tell me where he went. Still, I might have to sort mine out as well, bro. Still. But, um, nah, he was good. It was just, like I said, it was comfortable. I mean, Shaka, Shaka played well. Shaka looked all right. My arch nemesis looked all right. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a comfortable 5-0, and I leave it at that. And it was just, for me, it was just funny because, like I said, I watched you lot play against them and really struggle. And I watched us go there. And like I said, not come out a second gear, give them a 5-0. And we could have given them more if we felt that it was Christmas. I think my boy is just a bit tired from their Christmas party. So it says five is enough. We'll stop there. And um, mm-hmm. Ade, you rightfully pointed out, we have Man City next. So I will be coming off this side. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. We've got Wolves. But the game got pulled off. Then, yeah, game, 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 yeah. then Man City. For me, I need to take maximum points from all these little, little, not the little games, because I don't want to disrespect no one, but the games that we should yeah. win. And... That's what we've done this season. Yeah. Bar Everton away and take away Brentford. Everything we should have done this season, we are doing. And we're halfway through. Lost to the teams that at the start of the season we would have said we would have finished above Arsenal. We lost to all four of them. You guys, Chelsea, Liverpool, City. I'm fine with that. Not totally fine, but I'm fine in terms of that yeah. logic, isn't it? But the other logic is be everyone else is supposed to be and don't lose to those teams. And we haven't. And now put the performances together. And I think my boy sent me a stat today. I think we've got 19 goals in the last seven games or six games or something. So it's coming together. But my, like I told my boy, it's a good first half to the season. <laughs> There's still another 19 football matches to be. That's a lot of football. Bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah but so quickly as well. Trust me, trust me. And for me, I'm not, I still, I want bodies in January. I want bodies in January, but we'll see. I don't think we'll do much. Because, like I said, we got six in the summer. And give credit to Arteta and Edu. Every single one of them has been a good signing. So, I don't know. But for me, I would still want another body in the middle. Maybe a winger, because we've already got three natural wingers. So, I'd like two on each flank. But I'll take a body. Like I did, you said, just one. I'd take one. But, yeah, we'll see. But so far, so good, man. I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I'm happy. I can't lie, man. What position would you prefer? Um, a winger or a striker? So I've got, I got four positions that I need to address in, but I don't know if it's in January we address them or we address mm-hmm. them in the summer. But if we were to address two in January and two in the summer, that'd be perfect for me. So I'll write back to cover Tommy so we can get rid of Cedric. Um, centre mid, 100% need that. I don't even mind two in there, bro, but 100% <laughs> need a centre mid, yeah. Like I said, we need a winger because I need four wingers. I can't rely on Martinelli, Pepe and Saka all year. Obviously, ESR can go there and do a job. 
but I want a natural out there. So that's another place. I don't mind the lad from Leipzig and Cuckoo. Love watching him play. I don't mind the boy at Leverkusen. I don't mind this season. Yeah, the boy at the boy at Leverkusen, DRB. I don't want to mind him. Natural wingers can play inside forward as well. He's and obviously, dangerous. Four, he's very yeah. dangerous. And obviously, fourth position, a striker. And I've already tweeted my striker list already, so I need to send it to Arsenal. It has to be one of those five. <laughs> I'm not accepting nobody off that five list. I don't what's like. What's, what's, the, what's the list for the um, listeners? Who you got there? Oh, so I, that, have I not said it on the pod? Maybe I didn't. No, um, no, you tweeted. Yeah. You tweeted. Yeah. So I got um, Vlavic. Obviously, it's my number one target. Haaland is not possible. That's why, guys, I'm not saying Haaland. Haaland <laughs> isn't coming to Arsenal. Obviously, I'm a, I watch football. Obviously, that would be my number one. But Haaland and Mbappe aren't coming to North London. <laughs> Unless they're coming next year in the Champions League to whoop us. They're not coming to North London. <laughs> so my number one would be Vlavic. Number two would be Lotaro Martinez. Number three would be Andre um, Isak. Number four would be Andre Silva. And uh, number five would be Jonathan David, the Canadian boy. I had Patrick Schick. But I've taken the. I'm gonna put um, Jonathan David ahead of him. I have him. Fact, one of those. With your football, I think. Yeah. yeah. So one of those five have to be coming to my club. I'm not. If we let go of Aubameyang, one of those five have to be coming. I don't want it. I don't like this Ollie Watkins talk. This Calvin Lewin talk. I don't like that. I don't like all that talk. That's rubbish. I don't want to hear that. Cool. All right. Um, Anna, you got anything on Arsenal? So you know what? I don't want to take away from their performance because they performed well, and you play who's in front of you. But Norwich are shite, which makes me even worse, like unhappy about us. But literally, <laughs> from that very first goal, when I saw them let Saka cut in on his left to take that shot, I was like, it's done. Like, and then they done it again for his second goal. <laughs> bro, like, I didn't need to watch any more of the game. At that minute, I was like, your lives are done. If your brain did not let you know that you should not be doing that, then I don't know what's left. I really don't know what's left. And do you know what it is? Sorry, I don't know if you're going to have a point, but quickly. You know what yeah. it is? These players here, they got video analysis here. So you see how we watch football and we know that, one, Saka's not a clean striker of a ball. And two, Saka's right leg is just as a swinger. It's just a swinger. Huh. So you have to show him down the right. He, you can't let him come in on his left foot. He has. He doesn't have a right foot. He's like Robin Van Persie. Them men, like Robin, them men, they don't have yeah. right foots. And Saka's not at a Robin level where he's always going to get onto his left foot. You can still force him right. Yeah. For him to get two goals in that game, it was just, yeah, it was nah, testament. It, it tainted. I literally, that first goal, I just saw it and thought, like, I didn't want it to take away because I still enjoyed Arsenal's play. But I saw it and I was like, if this is what you're doing, what what's left? Like, this game should end now because that was basically the simplest thing you could have probably contained in the at the start of the game. And you allowed that. That was just it was down like there. Saka had him in a blender all game, bro. Yeah, nah. Yeah. And that's who we were struggling against. But it's cool because <laughs> we don't know who we are, but bro, at least <laughs> you know the thing is, at least he just gives us he doesn't give us false hope, in it. Like he doesn't get because I think before today's game I was saying the the performance is more important to me than anything. Cause my friend kept on saying that um he wanted the resort like bro. We've been getting away with all this resort for how mm-hmm. long? Like, if we can't put a performance together, we get it. Like, how long do you think we're going to get it's away with it? It's not long term, yeah. It's, it's not, not long term. You can't keep yeah. getting away with it. Like, the performance is more important. And, and I think that's what, you, like, obviously, that's what's happening at the moment at Arsenal. The performance is matching the resort. And, rough, like, people are going to go up against Arsenal and going to be scared. As I said, like Ham said already, they're already doubling up on, like, Saka. They're showing respect, in it? So, it's gonna be hard to like to beat Arsenal, man. And when they and when and when they double and when they double on Saka, you know that means Martinelli's one on one with his guy, and it's exactly. over for that guy because Martinelli exactly. dishes out smoke. Exactly. <laughs> All the guards perform like everyone's doing their job. So. Yeah, yeah, everyone's doing their job, man. So one hundred, one hundred, and that and that I have. To, I know there's a lot of I have to obviously we have to shout out the manager for that. He will get the blame when we lose, so he has to get the credit when the team's playing well. And getting the results. And he drops his captain, our best player for two, three years. And we're still winning 5 0, 4 1, 2 0. So you have to give the manager right. credit for that. I am 100%. Yes, bro. All right, cool. So well, let's move on because we've got a lot to cover. So I don't want us to spend too much time on it. So in regards to the games, obviously, just touching a few games. Obviously, the Mad City game was a mad game. Mad thing. 
My day. My day. <laughs> <laughs> my day. Uh, that's why we love the Premier League. Um, oh, that game before, was mad, fam. Yeah, it was just a mad game. There's not one much to talk about. Um, we go into them. Some of the goals. Time. Some of the goals are nice, though. Um, just Chelsea. Um, I'm a Chelsea before we move on. Obviously, um, and I think at times teams tend to get a lot of penalties. <laughs> Once they start getting one, they start getting quite a few. But to be honest with you, a lot of the penalties they begin are actual penalties, and that's just. And I think it's the type of players that they have it um, on the pitch. Yeah, they definitely penalties yesterday. One hundred percent. That's first one. I wanted to jump in the TV and slap the defender. I wanted to jump <laughs> in. Who, who, who might he catch? Tommy's guy. The one that Gareth Southgate missed in the end. I gave him one Masaka. No, 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 Tom, no, you didn't let me finish. You didn't let me finish. The one that Tommy said, if Gareth Southgate is going to mention Matty Cash ahead of one Masaka, then the guy is mad. I wanted to enter the TV. I was like, why? Why are you doing this? To me, Matty Cash is not one of his shit players. Matty Cash is a good player. Matty Cash is a good player. But yeah. just, you, you shouldn't be doing that. It's ridiculous. And I think he knew already. Um, yeah. As soon as as soon as commit. Yeah, he, like, knew, um, he knew. He knew. Yeah, he knew. It was um, like um, it was like Tillemans against City. Both the times he gave away the penalties, he knew straight away. It was the penalty. Yeah. Um. Cool. Obviously, you like they were struggling in the first half, um, and then LeBron Lukaku in the second half. Well, you guys thought a bit like the impact he made in the second half because obviously we've talked about him, like the last few weeks or so. Um, just wanting him to come back and play football. And him struggling to get back into the team and his injuries. So, what are your thoughts on the impact it made when it came on in the second half? Yeah, I thought um, his post-match interview was telling in terms of him saying he needed a performance like that. Mm-hmm. So he needed to impact the game like that to get back into the groove. And I think he's right. I think his manager probably demands better performances from him, even though he's coming from injury, and he demands better performance on himself. And I think that 45 minutes, he was man of the match, even though he only played 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And Tom, you might Tom, you might understand this analogy. We see when he was going through, yeah? Yeah. When the ball's loose and Lukaku's running, I saw this for Inter Milan for two seasons. He's like, I don't know if our listeners watch basketball, he's like Giannis Attentacumpo when he's going <laughs> downhill. He's on... Unstop- you can't stop Giannis. If you watch basketball, yeah. the only thing you can do with Giannis, foul him. Him, he's yeah. too strong, he's too quick, he's going to Euro step, he's getting to the basket, after have to him. And as soon as Lukaku was running through yeah, for that penalty, I knew he's scoring or he's getting a penalty. And he said himself, that's what I like. I've said it so I, many times. That's what I like. <laughs> on this podcast, I think I've, that's when you get Lukaku, I, it's, that, it's those space in behind that he can run into. That's Lukaku mm. at his best. And I think what Conte has always done for done for him at Inter Milan is the fact that he plays five at the back um, and are quite narrow. So it allows him to always run into those spaces. So not, the ball doesn't even have to be great. Just put that ball wasn't space. great, bro. bro um, my man had like what's his name? Target had like three, yeah. five yards on him. Just put it in space. Just put the ball in space, and and Hazam said it's unstoppable. Like, and that that is that's the truth about it. It's unstoppable. No one's got the strength. It's quick. Nah, no, nah. no, you're not going to do anything to him, man. Yeah, so it, yeah. So I thought he was good. I, I thought I thought he was brilliant. And I thought I think you mentioned it um, last week, Tom, as well. You said Lukaku needs to get back into that team, um, even if he's not scoring. Just his presence on there, linking the play up, is is definitely going to help Chelsea. And you saw that in 45 minutes. The goal he scored was beautiful. The head up was beautiful. Cross the movement, everything was beautiful. How he won the penalty was beautiful. And I just thought his whole 45 minutes was okay. Cool, I'm back now, and let's go. Let's see if we can chase these lot. Till the final day and still win this title. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Michael. I mean, just obviously, we know he's at his best running into space, but I was more impressed with him like um, holding up the ball and getting others involved. So um, he did that. And he did. He did it all in the second half. To be honest with you, and that's you just you just need to continue it. What are your thoughts I'm- on it, Eddie? I mean, sorry, Adam, before you go, it's not hard. It's against Tyrone Mings. <laughs> okay, it's not hard. Tyrone Mings is shit. <laughs> sorry, Mings I didn't even try. Bro, Tyrone Mings is shit. Did, bro, you, did you see when he, when he turned him um, one time, when Mings had to get, got the yellow card? Bro, <laughs> bro the guys are shit, man. Sorry, Adam. No, it's calm. Um, so, obviously, my view, I thought, I thought he was outstanding. Um. So, but my view is slightly different. So, I don't think they brought Lukaku to affect the game in that way. 
I think they bought him to score goals. But what he showed yesterday is that he can own the game. And that's what he did when he came on. I thought, I thought it was an absolutely fantastic performance. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully he can he builds on that. He builds on that because last season, Chelsea created billions of chances. I don't think they, they really struggled in the way they're struggling now. Mm. So their biggest issue was just someone to put the back, ball in the back of the net. So if he can come and not only score, but actually affect the game like he did. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's a bonus for him. Like it's not just that he's doing his job. It just like cements his credibility even further. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just to um, touch on that with him getting involved with the player, you're saying that the ball is just to score goals. I think you're, you're right about that. But for me personally, I like my, when my strikers can mix it up. Like, I don't want it to be too predictable. And on top of that, it just kind of like Lacazette, for example. Lacazette obviously doesn't get the goals required, but it gets over involved. Like, you're getting the best out um Martin Lennie and Saka because of the overall play from Lacazette. And then I think if Lukaku can do that for the like for the likes of Mal and and so forth, those like those are the type, those are my personally my type of strikers. Like, yeah, get the goals, but Get others involved, like yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, we... But I don't think they 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 ever struggled with that. That's that's what my view is basically because Mount's their top scorer yeah. since the manager came into play. Like their midfielders have always been running through and all of that stuff. So like obviously him being able to do all is ideal, definitely hundred percent. I agree with that. But I think in terms of what they were missing compared to last season, it was the put the ball in the back of the net specifically. Mm. Yeah, nah, cool. Got Big that. Rom. Cool. Um all right, cool. So what do you like what do you like in terms of like um I know you guys said last week you're not switching. Do you feel more confident in your pick now that Lukaku's back? Do you think that it can what's say, the gap? I, I won't say the gap. I, I won't say um I'm more confident, but I just I just don't want I think I just don't want to change it now because obviously they had like a um a bad run. Everyone's a gonna little blip. Yeah, yeah, a little blip. People teams are gonna go through blips. So I don't yeah, I just don't wanna react off the blip that they've had. Like just let's see. I'll see a few more games and then No. Yeah. I'm I'm not like Tommy. I said they're on the borderline. The border of the borderline. If one win blows, I think they're gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'll, I'll wait for the I'm waiting for the big game. If they can beat Liverpool or City in one of those big games, then I think, yeah, it takes. I think that that's that's what it is. It's those big games, to be honest with you, and it can't be anything more than six points before those big games. Because if they're, if they're six points, like if they're more than six points away from that City or Liverpool before before one of those big games, they might as well forget. Do you get what I mean? Just yeah, just forget. But if they're still within touches distance and going into those big games, I. I think those three teams, on their day, one of them can beat each other on a mm. day. Obviously, City is the dominant team. You expect City are always going to be the dominant team going into those kind of games. But I still feel like City, um, Liverpool and Chelsea are capable of beating City. Even like, of those City is the dominant team. So, yeah, we'll see. Cool. All right. So, it's obviously, come end of the year, so we just go through a few awards. Um, I'm not sure if you guys got any players in mind already. Wrapping so, up 2021. So we're just gonna wrap up 2021 because this, I think, yeah, this is definitely our last episode before the new year. Um, cool. So we start with a player of the year. So we're we're talking in the calendar year from January to. December, ending of December. We can maybe next. I thought week, you was. I thought you was forgetting the month, Tom. I thought you was forgetting when the end year. When the year ends, I was like, Adi, what's on your way, bro? United gave me. I was. I was telling him here. United gave me so much stress. Yeah, I was calling my son Cavani. <laughs> uh, I was shouting at him to go to go to bed. I said, Cavani, Cavani, go to bed. What the hell, this nigga say? I, I, I ain't from Uruguay. <laughs> yeah, um, we can maybe maybe next week if I have time, we can do like um. Half a season award because we're we're getting to the halfway point. Now. We have we yeah, yeah, the halfway point anyway. Yeah, but some teams ain't played that year. Some yeah. teams, yeah. But for now, let's just get the calendar year. 
So if you guys had to pick a player of the year, just Premier League, by the way, not the world um, Premier League, who comes in mind? So um, I'll go after you guys. Um, Ham? Mo Salah. Cool. Yeah, yeah mine's Mo Salah. Yeah, straightforward, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to argue that one. We don't need, I, think, I, think he's, I think the only person... I think he's got the most goals in his calendar year. I think Harry Kane might be second to him. So yeah. I think Harry Kane would have got an honourable shout for the goals and assists, but you can't ignore that he's only scored what three Premier League goals now this season, and that's from August. Whereas yeah. Mo ha- Mo hasn't had a dip in form. I don't think he's just been going from strength to strength. So I think yeah. that was easy. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's harder to remember when you're thinking <laughs> about the calendar year, but Salah just stays stays in mind. Yeah, yeah, he stays in mind. So. Yeah, no, I think that's quite straightforward. Um, all right, cool. So this one's, I think, I'm just going to put a few names there because I'm not sure how straightforward this will be. But So if you were to pick an English player of the year, um, so the players I've got in mind, I've got Rice, Kane, Sterling, Saka. Um, yeah, those, those are the four. Am I missing anyone? Maybe Calvin Phillips, a shout, you can give him a shout. But he hasn't really done much this season, so um, I'll probably leave him out. But if I was to pick one out of those, I think it might be like um, Rice or Sterling, you know. I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll give it to Rice. I think I go Sterling. I think I just got Sterling. Yeah, I'm with you, Adi. I'll give it, I'll give it yeah. to Raheem. Yeah, I can't argue it, to be honest, if you guys give it to Raheem. Uh, I give it to I give it to Raheem. Raheem's all you know with Raheem, he's always getting adversity thrown his ways, and his numbers don't lie. But he's always getting the whole. Because even when I was Tommy, remember when we were watching the semi final, remember like firstly yeah. and that we're still like like ripping him in terms of our, but he gets tap ins. He's not a good finisher, and there's there's just yeah. I feel with Raheem, there's just always people always got yeah. something to say about him. You have to be, yeah. Like look at the, even the start of the start of the Euros, people saying should he even be in the starting eleven, bro. He's our best player in the tournament by a country mile. Obviously, all the boys are good. He was our best yeah. player. He's our go-to player as well. So Until I, remember, I'm, I'm one of those guys. So, obviously, I remember the Champions League final. I didn't expect him to play because his form wasn't great, right? But then once he's in there and he does the job, you can't knock him, mm. right? Everything yeah. from the past disappears because he, he dragged England through that tournament. They, no one can ever question that. All those back pages that Kane was on, it didn't make sense. No. You get me? So yeah, you can't. If, it, so, yeah, I, if you're just considering, I was more considering like the performance, the English performance, like the player, even for the club team. That's why I put Rice there. But if you're just talking for England, oh, then then, then yeah, I'm just talking so, for England. I'm, I'm just talking for England. England yeah, I'm oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Then yeah, Sterling it is then. Yeah, nah, nah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, then I need like and he's the one player. You see, before I would say for me, Ashley Cole never let England up. Like he's the one player. Every t- even though he was shit, we never went past quarterfinals in that golden generation. Ash was always an eight, nine, a ten player for me. Every tournament, every game. For me, Raheem, Raheem hasn't let um, the country or Gareth Southgate down since Gareth has taken over. Actually, actually, call actually calls one of my favorite left back all the time. He never lets any anyone down. Club, country, unless uh, when he obviously got like to like the thirty-four or whatever, then obviously he was done. But I've never seen like I've hardly ever seen actually Cole ever had a bad game. Oh, there you go. That's why. That's why when you said one of the best left backs, I'm thinking, who are you thinking that's better than him? <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Who you thinking that's better than him? That you see? No, no. He's, Robert, he's my favorite. Robert Carlos. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Actually, my obviously people might have a different opinion, but he's my favorite anyway. So. Cool. All right. So for England, now let's go. Obviously, go to our own individual clubs. Um. So, like, obviously, we have. It's only right for you to start. If you were to pick a player of the year for Arsenal, who would that be? Easy, Aubameyang. Moving on. No, I'm joking. Um, um, no, for me, it's hard. I've, I've got two players in it. Um, it's ESI and Saka. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to Bukayo because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, yeah, I'm gonna give it to Bukayo. But I just think ESI had an amazing. Well, he burst onto the scene, didn't it? With obviously with the injuries he had towards the back end of last season, and it was almost needs must. We didn't have players. Okay, you go and play. Let's see what you can do in the Arsenal shirt. <laughs> it's almost like when Bukayo burst on. Bukayo was um, wearing shirt number eighty-seven. And we were playing him left back. Just play. We don't have bodies, and then he just burst on and gone from strength to strength. 
So for me, it was out of both of them, ESR and Saka. But I'm just going to lean more towards Saka because for me, he's, he's God's child, isn't it? Like he says all the time, God's child. So I can't go against God's child now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I'm, I agree with you. I'll go with, I'll go with Saka. I'll go with Saka because, yeah, I think he just... He's, obviously, yeah, um, ESR burst in last season, but I don't think burst through last season. But the performances now went at the same level last season. Obviously, we're still doing well, but it's, he's based, he's up the level, basically, this season. One million percent. That. One million he's percent. The level. And that's what you want from your player. That's what you want from a young like, player. You, you want them to continue to grow. And if we continue like that, the sky's the ceiling is wrong for him. Yeah, well. Um, Ade? Saka, Saka. Yeah. Well, bro, I can't lie to you. I don't want to pick one for United. They're all dead. <laughs> no, but you know because... one's easy because it's not a case of who was the best, it's who was the least shit. It's simple. That's the that's the first as soon as I saw nah, that topic, I'll... I was like, that's easy. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll want it. I'm on it. Bro, I'm... I know who my one is anyway. My one's safe. I'm going with Mason. I'm going with Mason. I don't know who you're gonna pick. Obviously, because he's a young boy, um, He's got the least dirt on his name. Yeah, exactly. He's got the least dirt on his name. Um, to be honest with you, there was like, there's not much responsibility. He's, he's taking on the responsibility that he shouldn't really be taking on. And there's players, the likes of like Rashford, Martial, that we expected them to be, to like, to be at world class level at the moment. And they're not. And, and he's come in and it, nothing phases the boy. Nothing phases the boy. And uh, the talent he's got. And you just hope that he put his head down and just, yeah, and continue to grow, man. Because the rest, I'm not, bro. I'm not interested in the rest of the United States. I can't <laughs> lie to you. I'm not, in, I'm done with them, man. So, yeah, I'm I'm going with Mason, man. He's the, he's the only player I like now. I don't like anyone in that team, bro. <laughs> I can't lie to you. I don't like any, hey, bro, they all piss me off, bro. <laughs> I, I know you, you pick. Um. I'm still going to go Fernandez over the course of the calendar. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably still go Fernandez. Um, I do think they're all terrible. I just think that, <laughs> but I think over the course of the year, given output, I just have to give it to Fernandez. <laughs> they'll, they'll say it's because Mason is my son that I'm picking him, so I have to go Fernandez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, that was because. <laughs> Go on, Adam. You, I'm sorry, Ham. Where did you, you go? Um, no, mine's easy. I was easy. I'm just going to go with who United um, fans give it to every year apart from last season. I'm David De Gea. <laughs> I'm just going to go with David because, like I said, I'm not giving it to no outfield players because, like you both rightly said, you guys are shit. So I'm not giving it to any player that's playing on the pitch that's doing rubbish. I'm just going to go safe. David, and, and, and the thing about David is, I think all of us, I think footballing fans, not just United fans, I'm not a United fan, I just think footballing fans, we all recognised him as world-class. At a level, probably some people probably had him number one in the world with Manuel Neuer and Johan Oblak. But then he fell off that level and he fell off that level quite a bit. And I would say in the last, I don't know if it's six months, four months, whatever it's been, he's slowly going back up there and he's been brilliant. He's been brilliant for the last, like I said, four or five months. So yeah, I'm going to go with him. I'm not going to give it to Bruno or Mason. I, love I Mason. think it's because he feels needed now. <laughs> I think before... Laddie, I think he's just getting overworked. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give it to him because I think he's resurgence back to... No, I'm not shit, guys. I, I'm not Joe Hart. I wasn't dope and then I've just fallen off like completely. I'm, I'm, I'm still good. Not over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still good. Cool. All right, yeah. Um, just to sum up... Cool, so just... We gave, I think we're all in agreement with um, Salah, player of the year. Um, in agreement with Sterling, English player of the year. And obviously, we all picked Saka, right? For Arsenal. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> surprise, surprise, we all had... We all had um... <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you, you guys have no standout players now. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> You all picked one, a different player um, for my United. But... I can't even congratulate any of them. I just had to Bro, pick it. Yeah, I would if I was actually the club, like part of the board. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't hand out any player of the year awards, bro. Because be that's what I'm saying, yeah. Tom. Tom, that's why they, that's why United fans for four out of five years. They just give it to David De Gea. The team <laughs> shit. They just, they just give it to David De Gea, bro. Can't can't lie that before September he was a different person. 
when he was pretending <laughs> to save penalties against Villarreal. <laughs> I haven't forgotten that. Yeah, no, it's terrible. All right, cool. Um, so, Ad, if I was to tell Oxley what hopes have you got for United 2022? Or what, what do you want? What ideally, what would you want? What do I um, want? Want and to really? Reali- realistic. Okay, okay. I did. I was gonna say because I thought was, I thought that's too easy. I was just gonna say Champions League, I've, Premier League. I've, <laughs> yeah, I did and the correct word. Yeah. What? Realistically, you know what? Hmm. Okay. Realistically, we get through to maybe like the semi-finals of the Champions League. Oh, because obviously at the beginning of the season, I said. I wouldn't be shocked if we win it, right? Because yeah, the yeah. Champions League is not a long like slug like the Premiership. It's it's knockout games. You can get through them. Yeah. But obviously, since they've decided to show me Pepe, <laughs> I now know that that's maybe a bit stretched. So even if we can make that knockout juju take us to the semi-final, I will take it. Like our, our European coefficient would increase. <laughs> it's a win. You get me? And then for the Premier League, and I think I've mentioned this a few weeks ago, it's not just the case of we're battling with Arsenal. West Ham are there. Spurs are there. Slightly, slightly Spurs are there. So I would have to say I will take a top six finish and be grateful. I'll be grateful with a top six finish. Cool. Yeah, I think in terms of the Premier League, Top six will do me. Fifth or six. Um, I can't lie. I feel like currently, with the way things are going, Arsenal, Arsenal's playing much better football than I thought. 100%. And, and then Spurs seems to like, they seem to be getting it together. So I'll just be honest, bro. As much as I hate it, I'll be very surprised. I'll be honest with you. I'll be very surprised if those two teams did not finish ahead of us. I'd be very surprised. I don't know what sort of miracle Ralph can work, but I just did not see it happening. As I said, he says all the right things, but what we're seeing on the pitch, it's like, I'm not saying he's his fault, but it's just terrible, man. It's terrible. So I'd be very surprised if those teams, two teams did not. And they've all been tweeting, ah, we won the 11 aside game. Oh, I took yeah. the manager, I won. No, Ronaldo, I won. Rough. He didn't come out and win against Newcastle. <laughs> Yeah, so it's poor. So, um, so that's for Premier League and Champions League. I always say, like, if you can make it into like, if you can get through to like the quarterfinals of the Champions League, then those eight teams left, and any of any one of them can win it. But as you, as you rightly say, Adi, even if we can just make it to semi final, give like give us some sort of like high before um. <laughs> for the end of the year because we're not getting anything from the Premier League um, yeah that would be good for me uh, maybe possibly like obviously I forgot about the FA Cup but I don't know man I don't know maybe we should just put we should just if we can get to like semis and hopefully I, I'll, I'll decide on there whether whether we have any chance of winning but I don't know man we haven't won anything in a while so it would be nice maybe to um, put a lot of effort into the FA Cup but you just never know with the FA Cup, man. And um, I just hope maybe like the likes of City, Chelsea, and Liverpool are battling out for the Premier League that they rest some of the players for the FA Cup games. But even if City rest players for the FA Cup, I was about to say, who do you want to play in the FA Cup? Greenish and Foden. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so that's it for United, man. I'm just, and I just hope that we. Um, we turn it around somehow next season. I don't. I'll be honest with you, man. With the way the players are playing, like I know I've been saying, I want Poch and so forth. But I don't know what manager is going to go into that change room and change things around. Like fo- things do change fast in football. Like so, I don't want to like completely write everything off. But as Ham said, man, like is a is a process. So like Arsenal's been going went through it when like since what two thousand and four what. The last time you won the league, yeah, 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 and we're not, we're not just going to turn it around overnight. And despite all this fake improvement that a lot of people say that we've made, no, it's, it's, uh, I think, <laughs> I think we're, we're in the hole, we're in the mud. You're right, we're in the mud. So, um, yeah, man, 
let's just hope like whatever manager that does come next year. I think minimum, as Ade said, minimum requirement at least play good football to watch. Just, like, just give, me, give me, give me something. Because like, oh, after a while, like, look at Arsenal now. They play good football. And that's one thing I've always liked. In between, sometimes when you're just fumbling, like, even when Arsenal was there, as much as I didn't like you guys, I enjoyed your football. You still play good football, yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the points will follow. Like, it's just what it is. If you are playing good football, and as long as you're not playing people that are better than you at football consistently, the points will follow. You but win more you games have, than you lose. Yeah. But when you're just on the pitch and everyone just like spinning tops, just going around <laughs> in circle, wait, yeah. wait, what are we doing? I, what, what won't help next season is the interruption of the World Cup in the middle of the season. So we don't know how that's going to affect, like, impact a lot of teams. Whether someone will come back with an injury, just don't, you just don't know. Honestly, don't know how that's going to work. So, and I don't think that will help our, our issue next season. I honestly don't think that will. That will help us. But cool. We'll see. What about you, Pam? What are you saying for Arsenal? What you're you I mean, well, uh, with this current resurgence, winning the league wouldn't be off, you know, <laughs> off the, off the table, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, for me, uh, twenty hopes, hopes and aspirations for twenty twenty two is minimum for me is firstly a trophy. You know how I feel. I think I ranted about that last season on the pod as I'm a football fan I don't work for Arsenal so for me I'm a fan for me show me your accolades show me what you've won at the end of every season what do you have to show for it top four is not a trophy so for me I want a trophy whether that's FA Cup or the League Cup but remember I want one of those so that's one um start of the season I said I didn't fit I didn't see us finishing higher than seventh so that would have got us conference I believe you were put you were per Conference League, whatever the fuck that tournament is that Tottenham got kicked out of. I didn't forget that, my Tottenham fans. But um, now I want Europe, like proper Europe. So now, a top, like you guys said, a top six finish. But we're sitting fourth now. So if we keep it going, if, I'm, if we're talking about realistically, we can get top four now because United were my lock for the fourth position. Well, they are no longer my lock. And <laughs> I don't think that. I think you guys can see why. Right? This is a faulty lock. Yeah, exactly. So basically, it is complete. I know you guys are saying top six, but you guys can still get top four. As bad as it is and whatnot, you guys can still get this. There's not a lock for them. We're not a lock, Arsenal. It's Tottenham so definitely cool. ain't. Um, I, th- I think you can. I think we can say now we can, write Leicester, we can write Leicester out of it. Yeah. We can write yeah. Leicester out of it. Yeah. So we can say that us, you guys, West Ham and Tottenham are going for that fourth spot. Four teams going for that fourth. I think West Ham and, drop off. I think West Ham forget, drop off. I forget West Ham. Man. Well, yeah. well, I, mean, I, I was, I was, I was still, I'd still keep them in there. I'd still keep them in there for now. Maybe talk to me in March when they've, when they've come to the other yeah. stage. We can, we league. can confirm Leicester are gone, but West uh, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So we can confirm that. I don't think we can. I mean, you guys might be able to confirm West Ham, but for me personally, yeah. I think they're still in there with us. So a top four finish is realistic. If I'm saying from Arsenal, it's realistic. So, but just get back into Europe, okay? Just get back into Europe, whether that's Champions League, that will be that will exceed every Arsenal fan's expectations for this for 2022 because we didn't expect to be in there this soon in the process. But the boys are doing well, the manager's doing well, so we'll see. And then, obviously, thirdly for me is the signings in the summer. Just get some ads. We we had a good window last summer, lovely six players, beautiful. Now let's go and capitalize on that. Let's not take a step back and bring in some needy players. Let's capitalise on that and get some better players, especially if we finish fourth or top six when we're playing in Europe. We're going to need better quality players, especially in the middle of the park. So those are my three aspirations for for my club in 2022. Cool. Imagine Arsenal back in the Champions League. Oh my God, Granit Xhaka in the Champions League. Oh! Anyway, that's for another episode. <laughs> yeah, um... We haven't played in the Champions League since we signed that guy. Oh my God. Um, all right, cool. I think that's all for now. Um, so I just want to thank all our listeners. Um, thank you very much for um, sticking with us throughout the year. We appreciate you, and yeah, have a happy new year in advance. And um, what, is that another bloody end of the year? Yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. So this is our last episode for the year. They haven't so, banned us from the airstreams. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, hopefully we can like continue to get bigger next year um, if you do want us to please 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 continue to share this with your friends 
Um, if you have a rich sugar daddy, share it with him. <laughs> share. Same sponsor of us. Cool. And um, we will obviously continue to deliver week in, week out, as we've been doing. Um, cool. Boys, anything to say before? I just want to say the good Lord that has put smiles and laughter and light into Arsenal Football Club mm-hmm. and turn can do the same for you guys that are listening. So no matter where you are in life right now, if you're thinking, oh shit, life is hard, I'm at the bottom, I'm I'm in the mud like Manchester United, don't worry. God can change it around in a second, in a minute, in a month, in a year. Some of us here, out of us three, we've achieved good things this year, whether that's promotion and work, whether that's a new job, whether whether we've had a baby, or whether we've met the love of our life, whatever it is, us three individually have had reasons to celebrate minor successes this year and we're going to celebrate even bigger successes in 2022 we spread that and we spread that to our listeners as well so like i said the good lord has put light and laughter into my life for my for my football club that you guys have listened to me cry and be very very (laughs) sad about and look at me right now i'm ending the year with a smile i may start the new year unhappy but i'm ending this year with a smile okay and i pray the same for all of you guys love love and guidance to you all yeah, cut the line. I don't have anything inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> cut the line now, 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 now. All right, cool. Happy New Year, people. Happy New Year, uh, happy New Year. Yeah, we'll see you in that year. You hear from us in the New Year. Peace. Peace, Peace. out.